Hello, ladies and gentlemen, fans and viewers, to another exciting PSU podcast. This is your Japan editor, Dan Smith, and we are bringing you a special TGS edition of the show to help get you excited for about what's to happen in a few days. Uh, with me is a trio of awesomeness. We have U.S. editor Ernest Lin, also the poet that he is. How are you doing today, Ernest? Good, good. Just good? Yeah, let's just leave it at good. Okay then, a man of few <laughs> words, just like his poems. Next with us is our own graphic wizard, uh, Matt the Mondo Fish Fernandez. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty great. Good, how's the weather in Maine doing? It's uh, a little cloudy. A little cloudy, and how's, how's Stephen King? Stephen King, you know I never met the guy, but I've seen his house and it's crazy. That's crazy good or crazy I'm going to shiv you with a, a knife in the parking lot crazy. A little mix of both. That's good. And with us also is U.S. writer, don't call me danger, Will Robinson. How are you doing today? <laughs> doing pretty good. Making some art right now. Oh, we have another budding artist <laughs> on the show. We'll have an art I'm, down later on. An art down. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you what do you uh, what do you draw on, Will? I'm actually doing a paper cut that's a Japanese style paper cut called No Tan. Mm-hmm. So it's uh drew out a little image and then cut it out and you mirror it the image on the other side and it's good times. And did uh, TGS inspire you to do that? Oh, well, more of an assignment inspired. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Got inside. I'm I'm multitasking as we're doing this to catch up. But. All right, that's no problem. Good enough. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, it's gonna be a fast and loose show today, folks. Um, it's all about TGS. Uh, I personally will be at the show, uh, with my buddy Daniel Chang, and we're gonna be at the show live on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday to bring you lots of coverage throughout the week. So be sure to uh, stay tuned at the site for that. But first off, Ernest, privilege of rank, since you're an editor, how excited are you to be, how excited are you for TGS this year? Um, I guess pretty excited, you know, especially with the next-gen consoles coming out, and um, there's a number of games that we showed there that I'm interested to see. So, yeah, pretty much it. Just I don't know. Short and sweet? <laughs> yeah. Okay then. This might end up being a show and sweet podcast. Um, uh, okay then, uh, Matt Mondo Fish. What about you? How excited are you for the greatest party in Asia? <laughs> I'm pretty dang excited, actually. Uh, that pre-TGS conference kind of blew my mind a little bit. Deep down, looked really cool. Um, but you know, I'm kind of a Gundam fan, so that Mobile Suit Gundam game really uh, pumped me up. Really, how how much pumping how much pumping up did you have to do when you saw that Gundam game? Oh, dude, I was like benching three twenty. It's crazy. Benching three twenty kilos or pounds? Uh, tons. Tons, three hundred twenty tons. So the Hulk is it was, jealous it was no of you. It's yep. no joke. So just just Gundam deep down. What else? Uh, what else made you look happy during the event? The uh, the Vita TV. That that's really cool. I hope it comes to the states because I will totally buy one. Um, also, seeing that the Vita was finally getting uh, different color options, that excited me. Why the color options? I, I just think it's perfect for a handheld. I think it'll totally drive sales. I, I'm 
I'm happy with my black one, but I'm tempted to buy like an orange one. Okay, mm. that's good. <laughs> uh, Will, what about you, man? How how about TGS? What's exciting for you? How excited are you? Well, I am gonna. I'm interested to see what Sony does with their or like all the just different stuff about the hardware and what they're elaborating more on that, and if they're gonna bring out any other surprises along that line, those lines, and I also, I do want to see the, shoot, I'm forgetting the name of it now. That's how excited I am about it. Uh, The Last Guardian. The Last Guardian. I want to see it just to make an appearance. I don't even care what it is. I just want to see something on it. It's no wonder you forgot about it, uh, because who who knows when that game is going to come out. It's the new Duke Nukem. It's not dead. They've They've said that it's actually still in development. But that really doesn't mean anything. Yeah, I love those games. I mean, I love the Team Ico stuff that they do, and I'd love to see it come. I mean, it'd be awesome if they're just waiting and gonna didn't work out, so they're just gonna wait till PS4 and just push it. So um, on on yeah. that same line of the Last Guardian, uh, do you guys have any hopes or aspirations for it, or do you think it's just gonna stay in development hell for the next couple of years, or will it be like another Duke Nukem? No, I think it can, it has a lot of potential and I think that it, I think it'll come out eventually. Well, I want it to come out eventually. I don't know if it will or not. It's one of those things where you just never know. Yeah, I think it's just, it's hard to say because there's so little details that we know about it's, what state it's in. So I, mm-hmm. I can't really say if, yeah. you know. Or I even if it'll sure. be the same, yeah, if it'll even be the yeah. same game from what we've seen years ago. Mm hmm. Yeah, I remember a long time ago the developers said that um, what they're trying to do with the game, there just wasn't enough power there in the PS3, so I'm thinking it probably shifted to the PS4 and just a lot of recoding going on. Okay, so maybe it might show up, maybe not, who knows. Uh, uh, Matt, other than Gundam, what are you hoping to see at TGS? Well, uh, let's see, what was that... It was that new, was that chibi RPG? What was that called? We saw it, Ernest. We saw it on yeah. the TGS conference. It looked good. <sighs> yeah, that looked pretty cool. Yeah. So I definitely want to see more of that. So the new chibi RPG for Matt. We got the, uh, Last Guardian for Will. Ernest, what's on your wish list? Um, just for stuff that isn't confirmed to show up, like that, or just in general? Anything in general. Let's get you excited. Uh, well, Hatsune Miku Project Diva F Second is gonna be, <laughs> uh, on the floor at Sega's booth, so I wanna see what they do with that. Um, I guess more stuff on the Final Fantasy X remaster, uh, is gonna be over at Square Enix, and, um, what else? The Gundam game should be cool, you know. Yeah, my brother's a huge Gundam fan, so I'm sure he's hoping badly that that comes over stateside or learn Japanese <laughs> or learn Japanese. Yeah, but you know how hard that can be, Dane, with all those kanji. Yeah, but you guys are Chinese, right? Shouldn't that be easy? I didn't learn the kanji, <laughs> and it's still different. It's still like how they. How they handle that in their language, it's whatever. Really? Is it that big a difference? Because in high school, one of my best friends was from Taiwan, and he would just, mm. uh, he had a Japanese PS2, and he played games on that all the time, and he didn't seem to have a lot of a problem. It's, you can get like a general meaning, mm-hmm. but sometimes they, how they couple things, and then if you're trying to 
read it, like, for the real, like, Japanese pronunciation, you don't, you have no idea, because you have to memorize how that is said and in what context and stuff like that. So, I, yeah, for the most part, yeah, you can sort of get a general understanding, because my parents are able to do that, too. Mm-hmm. But it's it's not perfect either, and there's still like stuff that you have to learn with that. Okay, so uh, we're gonna switch it up. We're gonna have a little bit of fun. We're gonna do a number game. Uh, I got a list <laughs> of some of the the big publishers that are gonna be at uh, TGS, and starting with Ernest, and then Matt, and then Will in that order. I'm gonna name this uh, name the company. Scale okay. of one to ten. One being, I don't care. Ten being, please give me something awesome. Uh, uh, give me a number of how excited you're hoping something from that company is going to show up randomly. Uh, something not seen, not talked about, uh, that they're going to tease us with. That sound good? Yep. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, Ernest, first one, Arc Systems. Um... I I don't know. I don't think there's... They have the new Guilty Gear that they already announced, but other than that, I don't see any surprise announcements. So a low, like, one or two. One or two. Matt. Yeah. Arc Systems. Uh, I'm probably going to go with a... I'll say a three. A three. On that. And Will. Honestly, I don't really know anything really about them. Can you guys refresh me on what they do, or they do the uh, the like the fighting games like Blaze Blue and Persona, uh, Guilty Gear, as uh, Ernest said. Okay, yeah, I mean I have well Blaze Blue I got on my Vita because it was free for Plus one time. That was played it for a bit. I really enjoyed it, but I'm not a huge fighting fan. Mm-hmm. I have Persona Four uh, Golden Arena mm-hmm. just because I'm a huge Persona fan. And I wanted to play more of that, but I mean, obviously, yeah. I mean, you guys know that they make awesome fighting games, but I don't know. There's not, yeah. I would have to agree that I'm not really looking for anything from them. I guess right yeah. now. So like a one, a two. Yeah, probably around there. Yeah. Okay. So Arc Systems, not much love from this crew, <laughs> uh, <laughs> unless and then it'd be, it'd be ple- we'd be pleasantly surprised if something good, like awesome, came out. But look at look at us, like rate them so low, and then it's like Persona Arena Two gets released, or like bam, and then Will's brain explodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like damn, I should have given him a ten. <laughs> um, next, uh, Bethesda. Oh, I'm happy you said that. Uh, Bethesda, uh, Ernest. Uh, I want to say maybe a four. Four. Maybe five, four, yeah, five. Just because they're, they're more Western-centric, mm-hmm. uh, centric, uh, developers. So if they were going to, say, show off the next Elder Scrolls or Fallout 4, I feel like they would rather do it at something like E3 or the... Uh, Spike Video Game Awards mm-hmm. stuff like that. I feel point. like TGS isn't an appropriate place for them. If they did, that'd be really weird, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Okay, uh, Matt. Uh, yeah, I mean, it doesn't seem like the right venue for them, but uh, assuming they they were they were thinking about it, I mean, if there was any chance at all, then I'd, I'd at least be a seven. Seven. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay, and will. Okay, I agree with what Ernest was saying about them being more Western-minded, but mm-hmm. I would love, love, love for them to show 
another kind of teaser to show, like, to show their commitment for Prey 2. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're publishing it, but they're still, I mean, for that would be a good stage for them to, like, just to reaffirm that this is still going on. So another game in development hell that I would like to see <laughs> so, come back to the light. So a little teaser for, like, uh... I mean, if they showed gameplay, my mind would just be blown, but... Fair enough. So I, mean, I would love, yeah, just to acknowledge that it's still there and show that they're working on it and it's made progress. So I guess, so what what were your your specifications for the spe- the scale again? What was the ten? Is in like you hope something gets shown that blows your mind off. Okay, so then yeah, that would probably be around a nine or ten mm-hmm. for Bethesda for me. Okay, so Will is putting his hopes on a Bethesda surprise. Okay, uh, now the most infamous company of the last decade, Capcom. <laughs> Ernest, how much love is Capcom getting for you? Um, I could see them, you know, coming out with some crazy surprise, like, oh, it's another Resident Evil spin-off game. So I want to say a seven. Seven Mega Man Legends 3 coming uh, back? No, no way now. <laughs> Just skip it to Legend 4? 5. Let's go for 5. Let's go for 5. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that project just seems dead. I mean, I, I don't think they have much interest in it, unfortunately. Uh, Matt, what do you think? Hmm. You know, I don't know. I mean, they've already shown off deep down, and, uh, that probably would have raised their score quite a bit, but since I've already seen it, I'm, I'm going to go with a six. Six. Now, just to tell you, Deep Down is playable at TGS. Oof. So will that's that, awesome. So will that, like, gameplay footage of, of it be a big surprise? Will that hype you up more? I, I guess it might. I mean, I expect it'll probably be, like, the same demo they're showing off at the, the pre-TGS conference, but mm-hmm. I'll, I'll move it up to a seven. Will. Yeah, I, just, I don't know. I've never been a huge follower of any of the Capcom games just I've never really been given them legitimate time I guess but so there's nothing really that I'm looking for from them or would be excited for so as like a personal ranking I'd probably be maybe like a 3 or 4 but I wouldn't I don't know I wouldn't really expect no I wouldn't expect anything amazing coming from them either so yeah I'd keep it kind of in that lower range Okay, so you're you're so far you're sticking your guns to Bethesda to blow your mind. That's what I would. That's what I want. Yeah. Whether they do it or not, that probably more realistically might be like a six. Yeah. At bad best, but. Oh, we don't need realism here. It's just a pregame <laughs> show. So yeah, put your hopes sure. and dreams on the line, and let's see if they're dashed or reaffirmed. Yep. Uh, okay, so now we went from infamous to the most hated company of all time and considered the worst by the internet, EA. <laughs> Ernest, <laughs> Electronic Arts, how much loving is... If Tim was here, the sports would give him a 10, but Tim isn't. So <laughs> what about you? Uh, I think they kind of exhausted their surprises for, you know, at E3 with Star Wars Battlefront 3 and... Uh, Mirror's Edge 2. And again, it's just one of those situations where they're not as Asian, Japanese focused, so I don't expect any big surprises. Let's throw them a 4, I four. guess. Okay, no, no, uh, no Mass Effect 4 from Bioware randomly popping up? Uh, no, I don't think so. 
That's my opinion. It's your opinion, okay. Uh, yeah. Matt. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of with Ernest on this one. Their, their market's definitely more Western, so I don't think they're going to have many bigger veals. But uh, I'll go with like a four. Slow and steady. Will, you going to give another four trips on this? Uh, that's what I'm... Yeah, I don't know. I'm inclined to agree with a lot of uh, what's been said. Yeah, that they are more Western focused, but it'd be, it would be awesome to see like a Mass Effect 4 teaser, mm-hmm. just to kind of try to expose the their the their RPGs more to the Japanese market. I mean, that'd be kind of a cool opportunity to do it, but I wouldn't really expect it, and they wouldn't get as big of a response as they would like. Okay. I couldn't see, so but yeah, I'd probably go with a four again. Okay, so trip four is on this. Yeah. Easy list. Now, as you guys can probably tell, this is all alphabetical order. So the next mm-hmm. one, uh, Microsoft. What are we expecting from Microsoft at this event? Silence. <laughs> Silence, I know. <laughs> but I mean, we gotta, we gotta keep this fair and balanced, even though we're a PlayStation site, Microsoft That's is true. going to be doing a reveal, uh, we're not a fanboy site, so we gotta, take them seriously and with their 180 and they do have some good games coming out do you think my do you think microsoft will actually try and break into the japanese the asian market for real at tgs this year or is it going to be ho-hum like always i think they got a good shot with titanfall i mean going along kind of similarly sort of not with lore or anything but like gundam kind of style-esque with the the armored mechs and stuff i mean that's kind of something that's traditionally done well in Japan fiction. So, I mean, that could yeah. be a cool entry point into that. They could do a lot of different stuff focusing. I mean, they've got a lot of good games that are coming on. I want to see more about... Um, oh, I forget. Of course, every time I want to see more of something, I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> but the Ready at the Ready at Dawn game, the Qu- Quantic Break. Mm. I mean, it'd be kind of cool to see another look into that and see where that goes. But yeah, the one, The one thing I think that would dock points for the appeal of Titanfall is the fact that it's an FPS and those have never really done well in Japan. Um, I mean, they have some Japanese games in their, in their like upcoming, I guess, lineup. Uh, like Xbox One has Crimson Dragon, which is the, uh, Panzer Dragoon esque game. Um, but I don't know what else do they, I don't know. I don't think Killer Instinct is very big over there. I know over here, there's a lot of people who are psyched, super psyched for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that is, isn't that interesting, because Street Fighter is, is obviously one of the kings in Japan, but Killer Instinct, I guess, you would just call the American Street Fighter, because it, it doesn't have that big appeal in, in Japan, as you would think. It's yeah. even lost a lot of appeal in the States for most people I've heard talk about it or have talked to about it. People that yeah, were huge fans of the series, just because they went to the free-to-play kind of style that... Yeah, and it's been so it. long since the last yeah. one. So, Ernest, give me a number, Microsoft. Uh, I'm giving them a one. A one. Yeah, Japan's never been. It's just, it's, it's practically their kryptonite. <laughs> the Japan market. Just, they've never, never done well. Okay. And they've, yeah, and I mean, they've lost a lot of the key sort of exclusives that they had. Um, cause, like, Tales of Vesperia was, uh, Xbox 360 exclusive. That's true. The, and then the Idol Master franchise was also Xbox exclusive, and then they, that went over to PlayStation stuff, and 
Dead, yeah. or, Dead or Alive 3 and 4 was Xbox yeah. exclusive. Yep. Yep, so, those as well. So they did lose a few there. Uh, Matt, what are you thinking from Microsoft? Yeah, I don't think we're going to see that much. <laughs> I, I kind of feel like they've given up on that market a little bit. Um, probably not completely. I mean, they're still going to sell their system there eventually, but I don't know. They don't seem to care that much right now. <laughs> yeah, that uh, is true cause when you say eventually because they... Uh, this TGS, the market, the, the console isn't even coming out for who knows how long. Yeah, that's so, what I was going to ask about because I didn't remember hearing a specific day no one or anything. No one actually knows. I don't know even yet. A time frame. Uh, I thought it was like a year later. That was not till yeah. another year, something like that. Mm. Yeah, but like Ernest said, it makes sense because it, the, the Xbox 360 has hardly sold anything in Japan. But mm. conversely, by snubbing them on release, it's kind of just, I guess, maybe admitting defeat already, that they're not wanting to put the effort to make such a big market a release date. Yeah. Uh, so, I'm guessing a one from you, Matt, and a one from you, yeah. Will? Yeah, I would say that their show would probably be mainly more just business-focused, not... It wouldn't be for the consumer focus at all. I think it'd be more just kind of keeping in touch with people in Japan. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, they don't. Like everybody said, there's no presence really. So yeah, probably about a one. Okay. Uh, next one, Namco Bandai, Gundam. Uh, yeah, you got Gundam. Uh, you know they did just say they were developing an Idol Master for PS4. Maybe they'll flash some uh, in-game footage with that. Um, you know, a new Tales game. Mm-hmm. Could be huge if that gets surprise announced. Um, they have a lot of good stuff. I mean, that is coming out the new JoJo's game, One Piece, and I could see them just announcing some more stuff. So I think I'd give them a high, maybe eight. An eight, the highest yeah. for you so They're, far. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they are a popular company, and they have they have been like consistently coming out with stuff and announcing new projects. I feel like here's a, here's a question because I forget offhand. Were they the ones who did the hack series on the PS2? Uh, yeah, yeah, I believe they they were. Because I personally would love to see a new hack series uh, get teased. Because I loved that game. I own all seven of the games on the PS2. Mm. Cause that yep, they, yeah, they did those. Yeah, Bandai's. Yep. Uh, Matt, well. I can kind of guess how you're going to give a high score because you're a Gundam fan. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think just uh, for Gundam alone, I'm going I'm to have to give them a 9. I mean, I really hope they show uh, at least, like, a gameplay trailer or, or something because, I mean, you know, they just teased me with by showing RX-78 at that original reveal at the pre-TGS show, and I need to see more. Uh, but, yeah, so I'm going 9. Nine. Okay, and Will, what do you think? Yeah, um, again, there's not too many games that they come out with that I'm terribly into. I mean, it'd be awesome if they have a show like another, like, Nino Cooney type of game. Mm-hmm. Or something along those lines that would just kind of... I mean, this that was just a really refreshing thing for them to come out with, like, a really, like, just an, an awesome JRPG, like a real JRPG. They did Nino Cooney? So... According to the Wikipedia list that I'm looking at right now. Oh, wow, I totally. Well, because I've not played it yet. Because <laughs> yeah. everyone level knows. five developed 
and then Namco Bandai published. Okay. Uh, published. Yep. Okay. But still, that's because they got I Tails, mean, they got Nino Kuni, like you say. They're, yeah. They're trying to be like the next Square, pumping out really good yeah. RPGs. Yeah, and I'll welcome that with open arms for right now, since Square doesn't seem to really know where they're going yet. But yeah, so I don't know. I'm not. I'll give about a five. I'm not terribly excited because there's nothing that I'm super interested in, but I could see them giving something that would make me really... I mean, that would be just really awesome to see. But. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, sorry again, what was your score one more time? Like a five. Five. Okay, it's still not too bad. Uh, next, Sega. Ernest, you saw one game that they're, they've teased with uh, mm-hmm. Yakuza Ishin. Yep. What else do you think is going to hit the, the floors? How hyped are you for Sega? Um... Kind of hyped for them. I I want to see more Fantasy Star uh, Online Two stuff. Um, maybe they can give us an indication of when they're gonna localize it for the West. Um, if they announce Shenmue Three, I would die. So, <laughs> old Shenmue. Yeah, but I don't know how many more new game announcements they'll do. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably I'll give them a six. Six. Yeah. Uh, So, I'm a huge Yakuza fan, so I'm really hoping to see some more from Ishin. That would be great. Fantasy Star, I loved on the on the Sega when it was just like a normal RPG series that tried to fight like Final Fantasy. Mm -hmm. Uh, I would hope the new one is like that or closer to that than the whole online like. Dreamcast version style, which I didn't really like, but I'm I'm kind of hyped for Sega right now. They're like second or third place for me in my personal rankings of of hyped companies to go see, especially for the new Yakuza game. Uh, Matt, what are you thinking for Sega? Uh, the new Yakuza game did look really cool. Yeah, that's probably the coolest uh, looking one I've seen in a while. I thought the zombie one looked pretty cool they did a while back, but I think this one looks really cool. So, I'm kind of excited for that. Um, I could be wrong, but isn't Sega the ones that make Virtual Fighter? I think they are. Aren't they? Yes. Yep, they are. Where is Virtual Fighter? Like, is that ever going to come back? (laughs) Man, I don't know. I I forgot forgot about that, too, and I like that series. Oh, I, I love that series. Yeah. I used to play it in the arcade like all the time when it was like super polygony, you know. Yeah, yep. Uh, yeah, that'd be really sweet if they announced Virtual Fighter Six. Yeah. So I think I'm gonna go in the middle. I'm, I'm gonna go with a six. Mm-hmm. A six, okay. And uh, will trip sixes or something else? Well, yeah. I mean, like. I agree that Yak- it'd be cool to see a new Yakuza. It was like for me that I haven't ever really gotten pulled into that series too much. Mm-hmm. Like with the last one, I just I tried it for like an hour or two, and I just kind of lost interest with it. It's because I don't know. I was, ex- I guess maybe I was expecting other things that it wasn't trying to give me. So, but I mean, it'd be cool to see what they do with the n- newest one. It'd be awesome to see that kind of stuff, but. Yeah, hope, again. Hope it gets localized as well. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be nice. I mean, five isn't even localized yet, and who knows if that's gonna happen, so. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, for me, I'd give this probably a four again. I'm not huge into Sega's stuff. Mm-hmm. Making it sound like I have no reason to be on this podcast, but <laughs> no, it's good. I give, a, give a contradictory position. I can do that. But contradictory is always good, like <laughs> you said before. It's, it's not a fanboy show. So. Yeah, I mean it's, it's just yeah. I mean that's a lot of the things that I'm excited for all Western stuff. But there's been a lot of good. Yeah, I mean a lot of good Japanese-based companies that I like. Well, I mean like Last Guardian, but. Yeah, I don't know. There's nothing too exciting for me, so yeah, four. Okay, and the last one, the big one, Square, Square Enix. Ah. Ernest, hit us with it. What can Square do to win you over into its good graces? Um, more footage of Final Fantasy 15 would be amazing. That's uh, that's all I really ask for them. I. I guess, yeah, Kingdom Hearts 3 as well, but I think 15 mm-hmm. is, seems to be, it sounds like their focus for right now. Mm-hmm. So I'd love to see, uh, um, some new stuff about that, you know, especially gameplay. Okay, uh, so what's your number? Uh, let's give them, give them an 8. 8. Yeah. Okay, high praise from Caesar. Uh, Matt, <laughs> hit me with it. Uh, Mm, square. I mean, they, 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 they know how to make me like angry because they're just kind of a pain lately. Um, but they got Final Fantasy X HD, you know, ten two HD. Those look awesome. I can't wait for that. So uh, I definitely want to see more of that. Um, Final Fantasy Fifteen also looks really cool. Uh, so they they got some good stuff going on finally. I wonder if we'll see. Uh, the next Kingdom Hearts collection. Another know. Kingdom Hearts collection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because because they haven't released two yet HD. But so oh, what, here here's an out of the box thing because you know there's always a surprise somewhere. Would a would a like a Chrono Trigger two rock your world? You know I was never that in the Chrono Trigger, so it probably wouldn't do much for me. But I know it's a huge uh, series for other people, so it would be smart for them to do it. <laughs> I would be afraid for them to do it, mm-hmm. like yeah. to mess it up and then sort of yeah. tarnish that name. Yeah, it's been too long for them to go back to that reasonably. But I mean, I know that they could pull it off if they really focused on it. They could do an awesome game, but it would be too different to be able mm-hmm. to compare it. Yeah. So do you think that might also be a reason why they're they're uh, dragging their heels on a Final Fantasy VII remake? Because it's just so highly praised that they just know that no matter what they do, it's not going to get universal acceptance like the original. Well, I think that falls in a different category. Because, I mean, they could just take seven, they could keep the same, uh, they'll, uh, basically, well, obviously not the same engine, but basically the same fighting mechanics, just keep everything similar, but just l- make it look awesome. They could do an open world and make it be like Final Fantasy thirteen, but I don't know. I mean it'd be I think I would really like to see it like completely revamped as a new entirely new game. I don't think that one's in danger of being wrecked, but so uh Will, what are you what are you the hype machine for you for Square? <laughs> okay. So I wanted the first thing I was gonna say was Kingdom Hearts two H D. So that was gonna I was 
that's what I want to see for sure. I want to see that. I want to see more of Kingdom Hearts 3. Definitely. Final Fantasy 14, or 14 just came out. Final Fantasy 15 looks awesome. And that one definitely would want to see more of that too, so. I don't know. I, uh, I guess the biggest, the surprise for me that they could have would be a HD version of Kingdom Hearts 2, cause they said that they're not, that Kingdom Hearts 3 is gonna be, what, like earliest 2015, if that, to even get it out, or talk about getting it out, so. I mean, that would just be awesome if they're actually going to be leading up to the launch of it with their HD versions of the past games, because, I mean, that's what, if they would have made, if they would have done Kingdom Hearts and Kingdom Hearts 2 on the same disc, they would have sold easily twice as many copies, if not, like, tripled their sales, in my opinion. But, Mm -hmm. yeah, so, I mean, I would love to see that, because I'm a huge Kingdom Hearts fan. Also, I'd love to see Birth by Sleep on the Kingdom Hearts 2, or on the, like, the second HD, because I... Because it was, it's awesome on PSP, but it would be so much fun to be able to play that on a big screen. Definitely. So for me, I would say probably about a nine. They are, they have, they have a potential of doing a ten for me. I would say, for blowing my mind. A potential ten, high praise from Will. Uh, Matt, Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. What was your score? Uh, I think I'm gonna go for a seven with them because they, they just seem to consistently disappoint me lately. I don't know. I think I think with the recent restructuring and management there, they have a chance to good chance to redeem themselves. I think they finally have started to acknowledge that things are not working right. So, yeah, I hope uh, so. Yeah, I really do. I loved yeah. Square when they back in the day. Pre pre Square Enix days when they're just Square Soft. Well, they, yeah, they're about about to that point. But Square Enix first couple of years were pretty decent, and then they just I don't even know what they were doing, but. Yeah, I know I would love Parasite E4. That would be freaking awesome to see mm. uh, them come out with that. Because I was a huge uh, Parasite E fan on the PlayStation 1 with number 1 and 2. Sadly, I haven't gotten 3 on the PSP yet, but I really want to. Uh, next, Sony. Sony themselves. What do you think the big dog is going to bring out to... Uh, Wow the world just before the release of the PS4. Ernest. Um, they have really good potential to just blow people away if they would show some Last Guardian stuff. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Um, you know, maybe, maybe Uncharted 4 would be awesome. That series hasn't done, has done pretty well over there in Japan, so. You know, I'll give them, I'll give them, uh, let's eight. Okay, yeah, Matt. potential for hire. Potential for hire. All right, excellent. Matt, what do you think? Uh, well, I think, um, Sony themselves said that they didn't really have any other big surprises for Tokyo Game Show. I'm hoping they're lying, because, I mean, they have the potential, yeah, to just totally wipe the floor with their competition in Japan. Um, and they could. They, they might not have the games, but the Vita TV. Uh, yeah. is gonna be there live, uh, not live, but you know, you can play with it at yep. TGS, so you can do hands-on stuff. So, will that skew your, your score in a bit? What happens with the Vita TV? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think they have, I mean, they already have like a decent amount of stuff established to have a really good show, and I think they will. Um, the Vita TV is definitely, I'm gonna be looking out for that, cause that just seems awesome, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna give him an 8. I think that's a good score. Okay, and Will, you're up to bat. Yeah, I don't, personally I don't think they 
have much reason to do anything, and I don't expect them to do anything besides show more of the same at this mm-hmm. point. Because, um, I mean, the, uh, it's, PS4 is going to do huge in the Japanese market no matter what, and it's so late in the game to me that it, for something that's not just like a televised, or not not as publicly televised kind of like consumer event at all like E3 is, there's not really a point for them to be releasing any big names right now. That stage is already passed, in my opinion, to have a huge impact on the market because their biggest challenge will be the U.S. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't, I don't expect to see really anything surprising from them, especially with like what you guys were saying already with having their pre-show just now and talking about the Vita TV and everything like that, which it's kind of surprising to me that they did show all of that stuff now instead of waiting, but I guess maybe they just didn't want to get it uh, brushed under the rug with everything else. But yeah, so I don't know. I guess maybe if they they do have potential to get like an eight, I agree with that. But I would say I would expect maybe a five. Don't so. Okay, five from Will and uh, the last company, Tecmo Koei. Ernest, what do you think they will bring out to wow the world? Uh, hmm. I mean, maybe, I'm sure they'll show off some new stuff for whatever new Atelier game they're working on. Um, I'd be surprised if they showed anything for Dead or Alive 6, given that 5 is just now a year old. Mm-hmm. Um... An ultimate just came out. Yeah, an ultimate just came out. Uh, I f- and they just had Dynasty Warriors, uh, a new Dynasty Warriors come out. So yeah. I feel like they're kind of low. Yeah, um, they do have the the. Um, I think it's Samurai Warriors or like a new Warriors game is is mm-hmm. coming out. We saw at the pre-show on Vita and uh, PS3 and PS4 as well. Uh, is it is that all they're going to show? Is just a new Warriors game and it's nothing else really? Um. Yeah, not a whole lot that hasn't already been announced, so they're lower for me, I'd say a four. Four. Uh, Matt, what does TK get from you? Hmm, well, I am a big Warriors fan, uh, Dynasty Warriors especially, I, I do like, well, I kind of stopped liking them at three. Three was like, the bomb, uh, but the new one is apparently awesome, so I'm really excited that they're, they're kinda getting good again. Mm hmm. Uh, they might show something for another Dynasty Warriors, because, I mean, Dynasty Warriors is kind of like their COD, you know? <laughs> it just comes yeah. out constantly, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if they hint at, you know, Dynasty Warriors, or like you said, just like any new Warriors game. Um, but that's, yeah, maybe a new Ninja Gaiden. I don't know. That's true. They do have Ninja Gaiden under their umbrella. But, yeah, I'm going to probably give them like a six. A six, okay. <laughs> And, uh, Will, my man, what do you think? Well, it sounds like I'm repeating myself again, but yeah, there's nothing, nothing here that really calls to me at all, so, I don't know, I'd probably give them about a two. I've never really been into anything that has come from that studio, from what I know, anyway. Not to say that I would dislike stuff, I just haven't, yeah. So Bethesda's your high point? Bethesda and Square. Square easily could be my top. This yeah. is definitely my highest for potentially blowing my mind but so me i am a huge tecmo koei fan more specifically a koei fan since the super nintendo 
I loved all their games. I own like almost their entire library of games. So they <laughs> could do a 10 for me, but the problem is this is TGS, so it's Japan. So all their games are going to be in Japanese. <laughs> uh, more so than the other companies because like I'm a huge Romance of the Three Kingdoms fan. That had a new release like this year, but there's no talks of that getting localized into English. Uh, which really sucks. So whatever they have that's more niche, like that's not Dynasty under that Warriors flag or DOA or, or something is probably never going to get localized. So that mm. huge possible 10 could just be like the biggest tease ever. I show up and it's like, whoa, all this awesomeness and never going to see it. <laughs> um, now these are all the big names that I got from the TGS exhibitor floor list uh, circa today. Uh, who knows if it's going to get updated at the last minute over the next couple days. I doubt it, but who knows. So there are three names. Uh, Konami. Konami <laughs> and Atlas are yes. two of the big three names that I, from that list that's not mentioned. They're not on the floor. Now, I could just be blind and did not find them on it, or maybe they're just not there. Uh, I've but, been looking at the list too, and it's not on there. And it's not yeah. on there. So, um, Konami's obviously the, the white elephant in the room. Metal Gear Solid 5 is coming out whenever, soon ish. Yeah. Uh, why do you think Konami's not here? It's the biggest party in Asia. It is a Japanese company. Uh, why do you think they're not gonna showcase something MGS5 at this event? Ernest. That's, yeah, I've, I've noticed that too, and I, I have no, no idea why they're not going to be there. They have Metal Gear Solid 5. They have other big, you know, Japanese-centric franchises as well. So it's a puzzle to me. I can't think of a reason why. Uh, as for Atlas, I do want to comment then that I think it'd be awesome if Sony announced that they acquired them and that all their games are going to be PlayStation exclusive. Wouldn't mm-hmm. that be a twist right yes. now? You heard it. That Sony's, that's why Atlas isn't there, is because Sony bought them. Wouldn't that mm-hmm. be the big twist of it all? That would, that would push my Sony up to a 10. Only a 10? Would it, the meter, wouldn't it just break off? I mean, it, it, like that's, yeah, I wanted to maintain your paper. <laughs> yeah, but. <laughs> oh, well, thank you for uh, keeping the paper's feelings intact there, Will. Oh, yeah, you much, know. much appreciated. <laughs> But, yeah, so, um, again, just to say, this isn't confirmed. This is just us BSing and mm-hmm. hoping that's what happens. So, in a week, we don't get hate mail saying, like, why did why did you say that Sony bought Atlas? It wasn't true. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This is just us hoping and making a BS prediction to say we called it first. Yeah. Well, then there's, like, there's a, a lot of the reasoning behind it before is why they haven't done it yet is because... Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Atlas has a huge publishing arm in them, themselves, which, I mean, that's kind of what Sony does. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that, there's not really any reason for them to do it, but it would, financially speaking anyway, but it would be amazing if they did from a consumer perspective. Yeah, it definitely would. Uh, it would be sweet being a big Persona fan to not have to buy uh, Shin Megami Tensen on... 
at Nintendo DS, which I don't own. <laughs> that would be amazing to see that series go to the Vita. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. to have Persona and Shimigami both on the Vita, I think, would be huge for Sony, at least uh, in that, in the Japanese market, and for all the fanboys overseas. Mm-hmm. Uh, but going back to Konami, they're the big ones. They're the top dogs. Matt, why do you think they're not there, especially with MGS5 coming out? Uh, that that would be kind of a big mystery, you know, but, uh, I mean, I think we can all agree that Kojima's a pretty quirky guy. <laughs> um, but, you know, I haven't been to one of these shows, but is there any chance that, I don't know, like he's like a mystery guest or he decides to show up just like on off the list or I don't know. <laughs> I mean, Koji- Kojima himself could show up as a person, but like at, for the floor plan, there's no there's no Konami booth, right. so uh, nothing set up for Konami. So unless he's out in the parking lot with this <laughs> like lemonade Konami stand, <laughs> um, who knows? It is he Kojima. might though. Seriously. He he might. Kojima is a crafty one. <laughs> um, and then again, we we uh. We link Konami and Kojima together, but Konami has a ton of other games and yeah. other IPs, so it is a complete mystery why they're not at TGS. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll find out when we're on the floor ourselves what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, X-Seed is the other of the three big ones that isn't there, and uh, do you guys know about X-Seed at all? Well... Isn't Exceed is more of a? Uh, it doesn't make sense for them to be at TGS, really, right? Because they're just a localizing, localization publisher. They don't develop any games. That's my thoughts. Is it? That is true. I guess yeah. I forgot that they they don't do they only do localization. Yeah. I guess all the games I played for them is just they just shows Exceed and Compile Heart mm. and nothing else. Uh, so. Uh, no, no love for the RPGs then. No compile hearts. No exceed. There's an, another developer that I saw that wasn't on the list as Platinum Games. Since you're talking about Konami, just tell me how much they've worked together mm-hmm. in the past. I just, I don't know. It kind of surprised me not to see them on there either. But they've been doing more, a little more Western styled stuff anyway. So they're the ones who did the uh, Revengeance, right? Yeah, they yep. did that, and they did. Um, Vanquish, right? Vanquish and Bayonetta. 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 Yep. Yeah. So. Yeah. That is interesting. Well, actually, Nintendo is also not at TGS. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. And Bayonetta 2 is Wii U exclusive, so. It's Wii U exclusive. So this is a very interesting, it's gonna be a really interesting TGS this year where there's no Nintendo, there's no Konami, there's no Atlas. Uh, Atlas I, I think we can kind of assume for Alice it's because of their legal troubles with their parent company index mm-hmm. and such. So that's probably why they don't have the, the funds or the wherewithal to be there. Although, like we said, we hope Sony bought them. Uh, and then, yeah, so there's some big names not at the event. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's going to be, it's going to be definitely interesting. Um, so let's see, uh, the Vita. Uh, what do you think about the Vita, Will, for TGS? Do you think Sony can push the Vita to the point where it's going to be the next big Christmas item? I think they easily could. I mean, did they? Was this confirmed, or was it a rumor about the price drop? Is that actually happening, or is that still a rumor? In the U.S. or in Japan? In Japan, 
think it was confirmed, maybe, yeah. but don't no quotes on no. that. Though they're making so. a new one, or they are, yeah. So they're doing a yeah, new model, but I think that one's coming out cheaper. Like it was like selling at two hundred bucks or something versus like three hundred is the minimum. So, I mean that that price drop and the compatibility with the PS4 and all that kind of stuff is it's just huge and it does nothing but good for it. But they also the Vita does have a lot of good games, but it would be awesome to see some newer titles coming out for it that give people more of a reason to buy it instead of saying like play your old favorite games or play continuing series on a Vita. Like there's a game I just brought up that I had written down a while ago and just remembered that was teased in according to this in May. It's called Panopticon. Mm-hmm. So anybody knows about that one? No clue. Because that was like a, it's called it's um uh, the trailer looks awesome for it. It's just this really kind of cool dystopian uh, world. It's just like a, it is. It's a Japanese game. It's, I think it's from Sony Japan, but it's uh this is really cool idea and it's almost like Final Fantasy v- visuals, like kind of looking with the creatures and things like that. But it's I mean that I would love that if they pushed that kind of game. If they made an appearance, pushed that and showed like this is an entirely new IP that's got this awesome, cool new take on a story that you can't get anywhere else. That would be huge. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I answered. <laughs> it sounds like just the, the harder <laughs> the price is going to be good. It's just a matter of more and more games. Well, mo- not just not just flooding the market with games because they have a lot of them, but like. Completely like new original like uh, enticing IPs mm-hmm. that give give more of a reason to buy it than there is one now because obviously where it's at now isn't giving it the uh, appreciation that it deserves. Yeah, and just to uh, confirm, we looked up the story again on the the uh, the new PS Vitas that are being released are about nineteen thousand yen, so about a hundred and ninety dollars. Ish, depending on the currency conversion. Okay. So it's not too bad of a price drop for Japan for those new PS Vitas. Oh yeah. yeah so uh, Matt, what do you think about the Vita? Uh, well, I I think it could be turning around. I don't know. I mean, it's tough. The, the DS and the 3DS they've really got a fair chunk of that market. So, um, but I, I think Soul Sacrifice Delta and and Fantasy Star Nova. Those games look pretty cool, and they could at least, you know, bolster sales in Japan. Um, I don't know if they'll see... Well, Soul Sacrifice will probably be released in the States, but Fantasy Star Nova, uh, that might be Japan only. But, mm-hmm. yeah, we could see an increase in sales. Uh, I think the colors will boost its sales. I don't know... <laughs> I don't know how long it'll take those colors to get to North America, because traditionally, uh, at least with this current generation, Sony's been really slow about bringing colors to, you know, color options to the states, so, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, quiet hope yeah. from you, Matt. Quiet hope. And, uh, Ernest, last word on the Vita. Um, I think it'll likely, you know, do better, it'll have an increase in sales, but I don't think it'll undergo a, like, a renaissance to revitalize it to, you know, be... A really, really serious contender for the 3DS. Yeah, there are cool games like Freedom Wars and, um, you know, Soul Sacrifice. Um, but there's just nothing that stands so far that's been shown that is a system seller to me. That's something that you can show to someone and they will say, 
I need to get a Vita to play this. You know, the 3DS has a lot of stuff, and especially the po- upcoming Pokemon X and Y. Um, and we just, Vita and Sony don't have a Pokemon to rely on. There's not even a Phoenix Wright. Yeah, there isn't, and there's not Monster Hunter either, so, I don't know. It's looking still kind of rough for them. So, a little, so, uh, Will was at the high point, the most praise for thinking the Vita can get revitalized, <laughs> and going down, Ernest. Oh, I, I know was, it can. I know it can. Will knows it can. Yeah. Ernest is, I don't know, and, uh, Matt is quiet. Quiet hope and ponderance. (laughs) So a nice, a nice spectrum on the rainbow, the Skittles rainbow here on the podcast. (laughs) Uh, so we're soon almost out of time for this hour. Uh, Matt, final thoughts, final thoughts on TGS, anything you want. Ah, man, you know, I would love just some more surprises you know i don't know if i'll get them but i'm hopeful that there'll be some things that i just won't expect um that'll you know entice me even more to you know to want to own a ps4 i mean i already have it pre-ordered but you know it's nothing wrong with wanting it more uh so yeah i mean i think just more games be cool (laughs) more games okay excellent will final thoughts yeah i'd say i don't know there's not not a lot that them really looking for i guess in tgs with the systems being so they're just like it's not being that far out at all they're almost here so i don't expect much from them i would love to see square come out and blow my mind like (laughs) we talked about before i'd love to see the last guardian make an appearance pray too um yeah i mean there's nothing nothing i'm really expecting to see there's a lot of things that could really just make the show awesome for me but i'm not expecting anything and uh Ernest, last but not least. Yeah, uh, I think it'll be a fine show, but unless there are some really shocking surprises, you know, like that Matt wants to see, um, I don't know if it's gonna be a, a very memorable TGS. And then, quiet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, now, just, just to give as an aside, TGS for the past few years, its attendance has been breaking its record every year. So, do you think it's going to break its record attendance record again? Last year, it had about two hundred twenty-five thousand people for the event. Uh, do you think it can break it again with the PS4 and the Vita Live and the Xbox uh, Xbox One coming out? Oh, easily. You know, there's going to be since it's open to the public. There's going to be a lot of people who want to get their hands on the PS4, especially with the delayed Japanese release. So. Yeah, I think we could still see numbers at least at least maintain uh, what they have been, if not increase further. Right, Matt. Yeah, I think they could definitely break the record. I mean, you know, a few months back, I didn't think I was going to be as excited for next generation, you know, as I am. So, I think I think there's a lot of buzz going on, and uh, definitely, you know, people in Japan are going to want to get their hands on it, like Ernest said, because of the delayed launch. Okay, and Will, what do you think? Yeah. Would the record be broken again? I'd say it easily could. I mean, just years... It's just how culture is changing now, is that video games are becoming such a bigger thing now that it's just... And it's got such more of a following and a bigger industry that it's just going to keep growing and growing and growing. So 
I'd say it easily could, but I was just, this is a little side note thing, I was kind of surprised to see too that uh, Polyphony Digital isn't there either, so like Gran Turismo 6 won't be shown or anything, or or not 6, but like, the, like another Gran Turismo kind of game or anything like that, I was kind of surprised. That and then Ubisoft isn't there listed. Oh yeah, we forgot about Ubisoft so as well. So that's kind of a heavy hitter that's missing too. Maybe all these people just rented this building next to it and just are having their own show. But yeah, maybe they're <laughs> like, maybe they're pulling what? There's that company at E3 who did that or something. Oya did that. Ouya, yeah, they're they, pulling an Ouya. They, they all go. meet in the parking lot. And, yep. <laughs> That's what I saw that. Ko- Kojima is is leading the charge. You got Konami and Atlas and Ubisoft and Platinum to all just pull an Ouya <laughs> and just uh, you know crash TGS. They're they're gonna do a crash party. <laughs> TGS is what they're doing. Free drinks for everyone. Let's crash this party. Oh God. <laughs> okay. Well, that is all the time we have for this special. TGS edition of uh, the PSU podcast. So thank you, fans and viewers, for listening. Uh, for the poet Ernest Lin, the masterpiece Matt Fernandez, and Danger Man Will Robinson, I am your host with the most, Dane Smith. And check out all of our continuous coverage for TGS this year, uh, Thursday, September nineteenth to Sunday. Uh, September 22nd only on PlayStation Universe so good night and good gaming we'll catch you next time